All right, welcome to Acme Podcast Incorporated. I'm your host, Laser J. I'm joined as always by my good buddy and co-host. Hey, it's Kai. How's it going, everybody? And we're joined again, not again, we're joined by a special guest this week. Uh, Scarlett, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, long-time listener, first-time caller. I mean, <laughs> that's not untrue. True. That is, that's very true. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, you are one of our biggest fans. You got that. I've been listening. I think I've listened to every single one of the episodes, except maybe some of the law ones, like Harvey Birdman. I think I skipped over a lot of that just because. Oh no, you mean uh, Venture Bros? Yeah, Venture Bros. That's the bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just never been my jam. So I was like, eh, as yeah. much as I was listening to you guys. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you have a favorite episode? Not to circle jerk myself, but you know. Um. Oh, that's a good fucking question. Give me a second here. Let me look at all of them. Um. Then again, we try to figure out what our own favorite episodes were at the end of the year. So, like, you know, it ain't easy. There's a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. I think I like the D and D one a lot. That was a really fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was fun because um, oh. it was like both shows that Blazer and I had picked. Neither of us were looking forward to the other's choice, but ended up liking it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lupin's always a good time to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the JoJo episodes. Those are always fun. Mm-hmm. So, those mm. would probably be my picks. Mm. Right on. All right. Uh... Gun to my so, head. Oh, sorry, go on. No, just gun to my head. Those would be my picks. Right on. Mm-hmm. All right, so mm-hmm. this week we're looking at all four Shrek movies. Uh, I say four because we're not counting Puss in Boots. That is its own series, even though character carryover. Uh, it's a prequel to Shrek, and it's getting a sequel with the executive producer, uh, Gael del Toro. Huh. Yeah. All righty then. Yeah. More you know. Uh, Yeah, uh, but before we get to Shrek, uh, we got weeks and don't have upkeep yet, really. Or we should have upkeep, but uh, because Ghost of Molly McGee is back. But uh, oh, it is. I didn't know. Oh yeah, Uh, Ghost of Molly McGee is back. There's been two. Two. Just yeah. two? Yeah. Okay, well, we usually don't uh, do upkeep when we have a guest anyway. No, wait. Sorry, one. Yeah, uh, one. It's only been one. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, we have guests, so. And we were also going to do a uh, spoiler cast, but guests, so no spoiler cast. <laughs> uh, one of these days I'll get to Kid Cosmic. Kid Cosmic? Good. Yeah. Now that it's actually done, I might actually do it and just be able to binge it. That's mm-hmm. always there's, nice. There's not that much of it. Yeah, I think the last season was only, what, six episodes? Yeah, six, around there. But yeah. I'll add it to my ever-growing to-do list. Yeah, yeah. same hat. Uh, but before we get to our weeks, uh, it's funny we talked about uh, the Rescue Rangers movie uh, last we, week, we last episode. 
we literally talked about this the last episode, and then like a couple of days after we recorded the episode, trailer, the tra- yeah, the trailer, yeah, the trailer uh, came out for the reboot. Re- you, I'm I'm putting reboot in real big air quotes. It, it's not a reboot. It's, it says it itself. It's not a reboot. It's a continuation. It's like, yeah. and it's like, I'm a I have a lot of conflicting emotions about that trailer because like <clears throat> on the one hand. The idea of a film that spits in the face of reboots and also makes fun of, like, weird early 2000s, like, CGI and how a lot of reboots, excuse me, a lot of reboots are CGifying and bringing back old franchises, like, that on its face is a fun idea. But why the fuck is it Chippendale? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It looks interesting i can't say it looks good it doesn't look good to me but it looks fun and interesting to at least watch it like at the at the worst it's going to be a so bad it's good kind of movie you know yeah i am it might be at least interesting from a technical standpoint because there there's a 2d cg and live action characters interacting with each other so i don't know yeah yeah uh it's got a bunch of comedians in it that i like so i'm 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 betting I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, just straight up, no irony, no so bad it's good. I just think I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope. I hope. I hope it's like I hope for the best, but I yeah. You think they're gonna a make a reference to the gadget cult? I feel like they have to, but okay. If it if it was Mulaney and Sandberg and Rogan untethered mm-hmm. yes mm. but it's disney but disney's got the yoke so i mean disney lets a lot of things get through sometimes yeah there might be like an easter egg or something in there i i feel like uh i feel like that that the might be why gadget's not in it really <sighs> that feels like a bad choice no 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 i i, I feel like the trailer you like the no, okay she's not in the trailer but i i have a feeling there's going to be a gad a gadget cult joke and it's gonna be why she's not in it like that like that's gonna been, be their explanation for why she's not in this movie for why she's not around like hmm. she's been kidnapped by them or is their leader or something right yeah or she's in hiding hmm. yeah something yeah both make sense Cause... yeah I was surprised to see Monterey and not Gadget. That was the weird part. Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember we were looking at the IMDb listing on that episode, and there was no Monterey voice cast on there, even though we see him in the trailer. Yeah. It's that's strange. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, that's news. Uh, one other thing before we get to. Uh, weeks is uh, I'm getting over a cold uh, so I'm probably going to be sniffly and more coffee than usual mm-hmm. uh, just apologizing ahead of a time to yeah. both listeners and my co-hosts mm-hmm. uh, uh, anyway uh, without further ado Scarlett how's your week uh, it's been alright um, obviously yeah it just started um 
Yeah, for the most part, I haven't been doing too much recently. Uh, a lot of what I've been doing has been rereading or reading for the first time old mangas. Like I recently re-read, reread through the entirety of Hajime no Ippo and oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball. Oh, and right, right. I am currently rereading for the first time since it ended Naruto. Oh, oh boy. And controversial opinion, maybe. Uh, Naruto's good. How far in are you, though? I'm almost at the end. I'm on like the last major arc, oh. and Naruto's really fucking good. Okay. Like, Wait, 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 wait. Naruto Vanilla or Last Arc of Shippuden? Last Arc of Shippuden. Like, the end okay. of the whole thing. Yeah, the, the fourth uh, Shinobi Ninja War. Okay. Which, there's a redundant title, I realize. It's the fourth Ninja War. Um, <clears throat> but no, and honestly, up into that part, that's, that's honestly the part where, when I was reading it week to week, when it was first coming out, where, like, I had the issues with it. Um, but rereading the older parts, Naruto's really good. Like, yeah. like legitimately, everything builds up and into each other. It is. It's not like say Dragon Ball where you can tell, like, the writer was just coming up with an arc after arc after arc. Mm. Everything ties in. There's one larger overarching story. The themes are all interconnected, especially like the main theme of like love and hate and overcoming that to achieve peace like it's actually really good and i'm gonna say this for kishimoto naruto probably has the same level as foreshadowing and sort of world building as one piece does all right all right all right all right oh i am so vindicated i am so fucking mad right now I'm so vindicated! Wait, hey, yes! Scott, can I ask you a question? What was the foreshadowing for the aliens? Um, actually, right at the end of part one. What? Yeah. The the name the name of the final villain, Kaguya, is actually uh, one of the clan members of um, the Bone Dude who fights uh, Lee and Gara. He comes from the Kaguya clan. And that's actually the first mention we get of that, which is weird because, like, his techniques make no sense for, you know, based off of the Kaguya clan. Yeah, because so all like, Jutsu comes from them. Yeah. So, like, this is, that is legitimately the first foreshadowing of, of that moment, of, of, like, who she is. Or, like, yeah, the final well, I mean, I wanna, the basis of all of them. I mean, the problem is, is that her last name isn't Kaguya. Well, yeah. And she, also her still, clan like, isn't the Kaguya clan. It's the Otsutsuki clan. But the Kaguya clan is one of the clans she founded when she was living on Earth. I mean, she founded all the clans, technically, along with the Uchiha. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. But, like, again, it's one of the foreshadowing, and, like, it's just brought up really early as a weird... Looking back on it now, knowing what I know, it's an oddity. Because at the time, it's like, oh, she's... Like, Kishimoto's just picking a name. But it actually all no, ties in... No, he picked a name and retroactively together. made it a thing later. <laughs> like, that's... No, I'm not buying that one. Uh, it's like the the shank. It's like the shank hockey thing. Yeah, I don't know how many specifics he had, but like, there's a lot of stuff set up very early on that has payoff later, like later in the series, like post, like time skip. Mm -hmm. Like, it's actually very solid, very well written, and very tied in together. 
it is legitimately shocking me how well this is all is. Now, I will say where things fall apart, both when I was first reading it and now, is the for Chernobyl War. Just it's too it's long. A mess. Yeah, it's it, a mess. Yeah. The fights are a mixed bag. Like, there's a lot of good fights, but a lot of the fights don't progress the story or have little to no emotional payoff. Yep. Yeah. And and it just starts to kind of drag it all down. Mm-hmm. And then, even, I haven't reached that part yet, but yeah, knowing Kaguya is coming just makes me go, eh. Yeah, could... because legitimately, Toby is a perfectly fine final villain. Yep. Like, yeah. He works well. He's menacing. He has a great, like, plan. And if if it was just facing off against him, I think it would be fine. But the fact and the that the parallels between him and Naruto, yeah, exactly. Like, there's so many characters that like have parallels between him and Naruto. But like the fact that Kishimoto felt like, oh, he had to explain the origin of all chakra and all of this, just kind of makes the world building feel so much smaller. Yeah. The other thing, the other yeah. joke I was gonna, I was make a dig at. And this is because you were saying the um, a lot of the the themes are really strong and follow through. My, the one theme that I always point to as one of the ones that falls flat in Naruto is early on. There's a theme of um, it doesn't matter how you're born or your circumstances, hard work will get you where you want to go. And then it turns out that Naruto is the reincarnation of a god. So like, yeah, and not only that, but his his dad. So like, it's, it basically just spits in its own space message. Yeah, I don't have an issue with him being the son of the fourth Hokage. Like, I I, was, I do. I, I don't know. That was set up pretty early. It is on, set up early on. Like, I I'm, I have the problem with the reincarnation of a god. Yeah. Okay, but my there, specific problem. Limit with that is that it almost completely invalidates the point he makes during his Neji fight. It does. It does. But so is the reincarnation of the god, I feel, and him being a prophesized child of destiny. Both of those... Yeah. The, and yeah. then... I don't have an issue... Like, again, I don't have an issue of him being the son of the fourth because he never got any special treatment for that. In fact, the exact, op- like, received got, any the exact opposite. Yeah, he yeah. got the exact opposite. He never received any special powers from it. Like, it never played into who Naruto was. Yeah, yeah. And it, even him finding out, oh, hey, you're you're like you're destined to be a priest. He's like, I don't give a shit. Is so. And then, but yeah, like, I think the biggest other spit in the face to that is like, uh, the fight with Madara and Guy. Were like. Guy and Lee, who are the the embodiment of that entire concept of hard work, will prevail over like genetics and like inborn skill, and then Guy loses. Uh, yeah, like I mean, that fight is so cool, but the narrative through line sucks. Yeah, yeah. Part of the problem is. I can't beat Madara. Like, that's just well, okay. not how no, no. the story is here's set up the pro- to go. Real, here's the problem, like, though. If Kagi is going to show up at the end, why can't he beat Madara? You know what? <laughs> like, 
Fair. If you've already got another villain who's going to show up with him for Naruto and Sasuke to fight, then why can't he be Modara? Uh, that's fair. Um, now, speaking of Naruto and Sasuke, oh. Naruto is a love story between Naruto and Sasuke. Oh, yeah. I am not well, joking. Oh, no, this is... yeah, yes. it is. Just, like, yeah. It's too bad Sasuke sucks. This is not just... Yeah. Well, I don't know. I kind, I kind of get part of his view. Like, oh, shit, the people, like... This village had my entire family killed. Uh, fuck them! I'm gonna kill them back and get revenge. Yeah, I I get that. And then I get and that. And then he just keep everybody who tries to be like, listen, man, I've also been through a lot. I get it. Can you not? And then he's like, you can't possibly understand how I feel. Ugh. Yeah, it's so I, I so specialize. So specialized. See, I, I I do find it actually really interesting, like because. Yeah, the first time they like Naruto and Sasuke fight at the Valley of the Ends, where Naruto actually can't understand how Sasuke feels because he's only experienced loneliness. He's never felt the pain of losing a loved one, which like, you know, okay, there's still some level of emotional connection there. Like until he loses Jiraiya, he never he never understands that. And then he's like, oh, now I understand like the real anger and hate Sasuke has. But also... I'm not going to act on it because I'm a good boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, <sighs> again, that ties into another thing I really liked is when Shikamaru and lost his captain. And then he's like, hey, Naruto, I know how it feels, but, you know, we have to ever act together for the next generation of people. You can't keep moping around. And again, it's, it, everything ties in together and back around again. For a lot of like the two thirds, three quarters of like uh, Naruto, mm. and it's really good. It's just the last two hundred chapters. The, the last two hundred chapters. Okay, the last two hundred chapters out of five hundred chapters is still that's a lot. <laughs> and pretty good. And yeah, honestly, good. out of those two hundred chapters, maybe about a quarter of those are the really egregious parts. Oh, like that's almost I half. Know. Of the story. It's about a third. That's still a lot. I know. <laughs> it Look. is a lot of it, but two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, a lot of Naruto's really good. <sighs> and I'll say this, at least the fights, even if they have little story push or emotional payoff, are entertaining to yeah, watch. Yeah, I just hated that Henry. by the end it stopped being about ninja shit and they were just wizards. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. fighting with kaijus made of, like, Dragon Ball key. Yeah. yeah. It, it was ridiculous. I still love Naruto. I like things about I like the... things about Naruto, much like how I like things about Bleach. We're not bringing we're not Bleach playing, into no, this. No, I'm not. We're not. That's a discussion for another day. <laughs> Bleach didn't kiss my ass. Damn. Wow. That, that, They're fighting that, for us because I like Bleach a lot. Oh, oh, that's why Bleach can kiss my ass. I loved Bleach, and it just fucking disappointed me to no end. Yeah, that's that's now, 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 now that's a valid take. Yeah, when you're like you're really into it, and you're you're forgiving it for so many of its faults, and then it just like trips and falls over yeah. itself at the end. Oh, so I didn't even make show. it to the oh, end, buddy. The blood, the blood yeah. succession war is such a mess. I, I think I made it to. 
the last thing I remember was Ichigo's dad revealing himself as Assault. as a Shinigami. Uh, and then it turned out he was also half Quincy. <sighs> and he was also a Fulbringer. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. We're not that's, getting into Bleach. That's another episode. That's been the big thing of my week. That's another episode. Naruto. Yeah, that's another episode. All right. Naruto and work in Pokemon Legends. Mm. I can't believe there's a Pokemon action game and I sold my Switch. I mean, it's still turn-based. Mm. I mean, it is still turn-based, yeah. Yeah, but you can just, just run around and throw the ball. Ish. Yeah, it is cool. It is so cool. You have to there's dodge. always perfectly legal ways of playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just get another Switch. Yeah. Get another switch on your computer. Those are perfectly legal. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, is that it for you? Yeah, that's it for me. All right, Joey. Oh, uh, let me see. What have I? Um. Oh, yeah. Me and Adrian uh started watching Silver Spoon. Uh. That's he really hasn't good. seen it. Oh, that's the so that's the horse anime from uh, Full Metal, right? It's, Full Metal, yeah, right? it's not a horse anime. It's an anime about farming. 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 It's about a, a a a kid from the city who tries to escape his responsibilities and the pressures of his parents to get like a good education and find a job, and he doesn't know where to go. So he's like, I just want to be away from my parents. So he gets sent out to the boonies to an agricultural school. Uh, and lives there for a while and it's just about him learning about farming and where his food comes from and it's just a slice of life comedy a large part of it is dedicated to pizza there's one episode that's about pizza oh the manga goes way harder on the pizza really oh god like that that's like his first like this is my business plan. Pizza, yeah. and it's it's an Arakawa manga, so it's like slash story. It's it's so it's good. Yeah, you know, like I honestly yeah. don't know yeah. why we why we kept making Shonen after Full Metal Alchemist because here we are. Yeah, because it's worthwhile to make all this stuff. I mean, there's, it's, there's no such thing as the perfect Shonen. It's hyperbole, obviously. Yeah, yeah. The closest. The, it's. I'm just saying that like Full Metal Alchemist is like. Still untouched. Oh, absolutely. I think it helps being a monthly series versus a weekly series. Yeah, that's true. Because it was in Kodansha, not in Jump. Yeah. So it got to be monthly. Just... And I, I think it was bi-weekly for a bit, too. Uh, which is also part of I the think... reason why the anime caught up to it so fast. Yeah. I think, like, having it be, like, you know... Um... You get more pages to tell like each chapter, so you don't have to rush through so much stuff. Especially when you have an exposition chapter, yeah. you can put a little bit extra into it's it. Wall, no wall, and you got text. more time to prep, and you got more time to prep, and mm-hmm. just yeah, there's just more for it because the weekly is fucking got to be hell on them. Well, it is hell on them. Yeah, I know that she very recently started a new series, and I, I want to check it out. 
that one I believe is ninjas. Uh, no, uh, Horomo Arukawa. I believe it's. I don't know what it's about specifically. I I read the synopsis not that long ago. Hold on. It's called something Hinge of the Underworld. Uh, Yomi no Sugai, the Hinge of the Underworld. Uh. I don't know what it's about specifically, but it seems to be more of like an adventure uh, story, and uh, it seems to have some sort of supernatural elements, like the main characters, like power is these two demon, uh, hum these like this Oni girl and this Oni guy who are like statues that like, I guess are kind of like soul eater weapons for him. And there's like this big conspiracy about why he's in this secluded village and all this other stuff. I don't know much about it, but it's by Arakawa, so I'm going to read it. Yeah. Um, and also, she's, she's yeah. still working on um, uh, Arslan Senki. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, you know. That continues to be good, and that has me worried because. She tends to overwork herself into the hospital. Yeah, same with fucking, uh, what's his name, the Hunter Hunter guy. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's got a sickness. It's, he's sick, which keeps him in the hospital rather than him, than him working it's not himself. Like, well, hospital. like, he was sick, and then he just made his condition worse by overworking himself. And living yeah. in garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Can't believe the... Lady who wrote Sailor Moon is married to that guy. <laughs> Wild. Uh, I was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's up? Uh huh. I'm trying to. Sorry, I'm struggling with names. Uh, oh, the lady who wrote Sailor Moon. No, no. Uh, Dare. I keep wanting to call him Darian because I have English dubs stuck in my brain. He's kind of a trash man. Who? A very pretty trash man. Uh, tuxedo oh, mask. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that guy. That it, 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 it kind of makes you... It, it kind of puts pieces into place a little. <laughs> it does. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, Just a little eventually bit. have to talk about Hunter. My work here is done. But, did you, but you didn't do anything. We'll eventually have <laughs> to talk about uh, Hunter Hunter. Yeah, and Sailor Moon. And Sailor Moon. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say this for Hunter Hunter is it has the best shonen power system. That is what uh, I yeah, heard. Yeah, Nen is the best shonen power system. Okay. Or one of the best. There's arguments to be made I, that I give it there's one. arguments to be made for other power systems, like stands. I like jujitsu. Stairs, and, yeah. and curses and jujutsu, but jujutsu curses are just nen. <laughs> That's fair. And in fact, the author has straight up stated, "Yeah, I wanted to be like nen because nen is cool, and I like Hunter Hunter." Uh, now I know we said we're not going to mention Bleach, but Zanpak toes are really fucking. They cool. are, but they're very limited. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. One of the other issues with Bleach is it always came down to, oh, I have higher power level than you, I win. Yeah. Which yeah. is boring. It is boring. I'll give Bleach this. There were a lot of cool and varied powers. Yeah. And, you know. But 
Bleach, yeah. Bleach lived and died by its cool factor. Yeah, like I'm, I le- I legitimately love some powers, and even though they're so simple, like fucking what's his name, the lieutenant of uh, the third. Uh... Oh, the one that makes yeah, the one heavy? that yeah. Every time he hits you with his own plateau, it makes you heavier. That's a cool power. Or uh, fucking um, Suzumibachi. If it stings you in the in the exact same spot twice, you die instantly. And I always like that it turned into a giant missile, despite how impractical yeah, and, that was. Yeah, and I love that she hated using it because it was so impractical for somebody who was like on the stealth corp. Yeah, and then that was the Baragon fight, which is definitely a good fight. Because Baragon also had a cool power. Uh, Eisen's there are some good things. Power was Bleach. always neat. Man, there are some good things. Like again, Bleach lives and dies by its cool factor. Yep. Stall, stall style, no substance. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, uh, not too much else other than that. Um, and kind of just kind of, I don't know, kind of meh. As of late, I haven't really been watching anything specific. i meaning to catch back up on the, the Dragon Quest anime, because it's going to be over soon. Oh. Yeah, because it's rapidly reaching its conclusion. So, probably going to catch up on that soon. But, yeah. Right on. They're almost done their quest for Dragon. Almost. Uh, that's me. What about you, Laser? Well... I was sick. I missed a bunch of days of work and I had no, nothing to do but watch stuff, so let's get through it. Uh, I watched How I Met Your Father, uh, the spiritual successor to How I Met Why? Your Mother. Because I like sitcoms. I... Fair enough. It's funny, and it has Hilary Duff. Fair enough. Uh, it, it was funny. It, it was good. I recommend it. If you, even if you don't like sitcoms, it's like, it's a good way to spend your time, you know? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sitcoms are always uh, good background noise, too. Like, you just need yeah, something on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, there's been new episodes of Craig of the Creek. Those were good. Uh, Big City Greens is back for season three. Those are good episodes. Uh, I watched Encanto. Oh yeah, me and Adrian also. Encanto. Me and Adrian good. actually watched that. Encanto was a lot of fun. Um, it, it it's kind of more of a character showcase than having an actual plot. Yeah, yeah. it would have been better as a show. Uh, yes. Uh, I. I I really think it just needed more time, whether that's time in the oven or like in the conceptual stages to sort of tighten things up or just another half hour in it its length to pad it out a little. It's already a really long movie. It's 90 minutes. Is it? I thought it was longer than that. Yep. No, no, it's about 90 to 100 minutes. Yeah, but Disney's yeah. not going to... Another half hour would have been Disney's nice Disney's not going to put out a two-hour animated movie. No, they're not. So, most... Whatever. Not important. I, I feel like on some points with Encanto, there was definitely, like, executive meddling, especially, like, with the end, where, like, you gotta make it happier. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is a good ending. 
and there's a lot of stuff that I hope gets followed up on if there's some sort of sequel or a, a, a show or something. Because honestly, it could be a show. It yeah, it, it, it would work really good as a show. And, I mean, it's it's been said already, but we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, what's yeah. your favorite it, song? It's, a, it's not my favorite song in the movie, but I get why it's the new Frozen. Uh, not new Frozen. Oh, yeah. New Let It Go. Why well, it beat the... Why it beat Let It Go, yeah. It's it's the new Let It Go. I mean, my favorite is um, Pressure, which is... Uh, the, the the older sister, Louisa's yeah, Louisa song. Good song. Uh, but that's just because I also like Louisa, for obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked um, uh, "What Else Can I Do," mm-hmm. or yeah, "What Else Can I Do." I think it's yeah, called. yeah. Big tramp. Yeah, the other sister. Big song. coming out vibe. Big yeah, just big queer vibes out of that song. Big. Trans vibes, big gay vibes. Just there's a lot of different vibes and readings that that song you can take, and all of them are very they're accurate. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, there's so many different meanings you can take. Plus, it's just really fucking catchy. Yeah, I think that one's my favorite too, honestly. Um, my girlfriend really liked the song that plays during the credits. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know which one that I forget its name, but. She felt like that one needed more spotlight because it's a really good song. My uh, my friend uh, Josh, hey Josh, if you're listening, hi. Uh, he he is a very culturally Hispanic, and his favorite song is the uh, the the song about the butterfly, the song that's in, in Spanish. Yeah, that that's the uh, that that was yeah, nice. it's it's very good. It is. It's not a bad song in there. No. No, it it's Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh, yeah. Say what you want about him Hamilton. and Hamilton, and Hamilton's good. It's well written. I'll give. I, I mean, it's well written. I, I think it has some conceptual issues. Uh, yeah, but uh, it it's well written. The music's all catchy as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man knows if you like his style of writing, it's all good music and i i do like it so i like it um Mm. there was a good solid two months where i basically listened to nothing but the hamilton soundtrack uh and that was after it had already stopped being popular because i hadn't listened to it yet uh sorry no that that's it uh yeah I legitimately got into listening to Hamilton because of a Deadpool comic I was reading at the time that referenced one of the songs. I'm like, oh, okay, let's go see, let's go see the song it's referencing, and then I just started listening to Hamilton. Oh, wild. I'm like, well, oops. Uh, I, I listened to Hamilton because Weird Al did a polka medley of the songs. I was like, well, now I have to listen to the originals. <laughs> and oh, I liked it. Oh, I I, have ne- I did not know Weird Al did a song on that. How did it die? Oh yeah, I'll I'll send you that later. Uh, I, I have it. it. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see. After that, I watched the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, you mean the the show Mandalorian season? You mean, three? Yeah, the Mandalorian season three, and that that's more about yeah. Ahsoka, the Mandalorian, and you know. 
Uh, Ahsoka's in one episode. Okay. Uh, it, it's really more about Mando and Grogu. I, okay, I gotta say something about... I've seen some clips from this. The okay. fucking guy they got to play Luke looks exactly oh. like young Mark Hamill. It's scary. It's not a guy. It's all CGI. Yeah, I was gonna say it's... Yeah, yeah. The same CGI they used in um, I Rogue mean, One. He looks a lot better than the Rogue One CGI. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all CGI, and the vo- it, I don't think it's an actual person voicing it. I think it's like AI recomposited old footage from the movies. That's oh, I hate that. that. I hate that because it means that like yeah, I, I I love that and I hate that. It's like, what do we need yeah, actors no. for? Exactly. That that that's yeah. why a lot of people are having issues with it, and I agree with that. That's just get Mark Hamill to voice himself. And honestly, you need an actor who looks like a young Mark Hamill. Sebastian Stan looks a lot like Mark Hamill. We were seeing it before. Guys, hair blonde. Yeah, I could see it. Bit the dude who plays uh, Bucky. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, he's more buff, but he does. You you find him not all buckied up. And he looks like Mark Hamill. He does look a little like a young Mark Hamill, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I discovered this. uh, Not me, actually. It was um, uh, Foosh Robo on on YouTube. He's an action figure reviewer. uh, And he's always talking about how Mark Hamill has a really hard face to capture on the 3d printing technology they use in action figures there's never one that really looks like mark hamill and sebastian stan has the same problem and then he looked at them together like they have similar faces that just don't work with this fucking technology listen i don't want to be gay but i was just looking up sebastian stan and uh... he's a very (laughs) handsome man he is a very handsome man if you like white guys i mean (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with white guys. There's lots yeah. of plenty of good looking white guys out there. Sir? Yeah. Sir? Yeah, no. Sebastian's staying hot, man. I'm yeah. not gonna. Jimmy had to cut off his arm for, uh, for him Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's the dedication to the character. To yeah. It's hilarious that they found another guy who looks just like him to be an eternal. Yeah, with, with the, with the, with his arm not. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh man, no, no, oh no, no, I'm, I'm not joking. There, there's a guy in Eternals who's playing a different character who looks just like Sebastian oh, Stan. Okay. I thought you were joking. No, the, the, there's a the guy who plays Icarus in that looks. Ex- it, it's weird. Okay, uh-huh. um, so uh, after Book of Boba Fett, huh? I watched the Snyder Cut. Uh huh. Uh, that was actually really good. Hmm. There was definitely a lot of faff that could have been cut. Hmm. Um, but it was a lot better than the original cut. I'm not going to lie. Um, the four hours is excessive. Yeah. Uh, after that, I watched Aquaman. Aquaman. Aquaman was mm-hmm. fun. It was a lot of fun. The uh, the movie, yeah, the movie I mean. not the show. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. did which did come uh, out. Yes, and that that's the last item on my list. 
then I watched The Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that oh, was Gunn. really fucking... Yeah, uh, James Gunn's, yeah. That was really fucking good. You have to watch Peacemaker next, I heard. That Yeah, that's why I watched it, because I heard Peacemaker was really good. Uh, I haven't watched Peacemaker yet, though. Uh, I feel like I watched something else in there. No, okay. So the only other thing I watched was I watched the first episode of uh, Aquaman King of Atlantis. Mm. Uh, that's very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching the rest. They're 45 minutes each. Really? Yes. There's only three yeah. out so far. I would not have expected that show to be 45 minutes long. It's like yeah. How, and like how it, Arcane was randomly 45 minutes. Yeah. It And it doesn't really feel padded in any way, oh. is the weird thing. Is it purely a comedy? Yeah, Luke. Uh... It's kind of like Adventure Time in that it's a comedy adventure. Uh-huh. Uh, so there, there's like an actual like thing to figure out. Mm-hmm. But it's doing it in a funny way. Interesting. It also just has that same sort of cartoony, you know. Vibe. The, yeah. Gallard uh, style. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Looking at the art style does not make me think this is a 45-minute right? show. It makes me think of 10-minute clips. Yep. Uh, the first episode is 45. Second one's 45. Third one is 46. Huh. Wild. Of course, that is including, like, credits and stuff. I mean, still. But... Yeah, still. That's still yeah. at least 40 minutes of, con- of like, content for each one of them. Yeah. Looking at this, um, at the poster for it, is that King Shark? With the drill. Uh, let me. Oh no, that's not no. Uh, that is a character in the first episode, but he's just a dude who's like a bandit. You know what this looks like? This looks like a, an animated YouTube series that's like way more high quality than you expect for a YouTube series. It's like a bunch of like that are like five minutes long that come out every like two years. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the first thing I thought when I saw it is it looks like Thundercats Roar. I liked Thundercats Roar, keep in mm. mind. I didn't think that in a negative way. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, if you like Thundercats Roar, you'll probably like the humor in this. I mean, I've been meaning to check it out because, you know, Aquaman. Big, yeah. big Aquaman staying over here. Yeah, same. Aquaman's, like, he was Aquaman's always, cool. Yeah, he's always my favorite rap. when I was a kid. Yeah. Aquaman's yeah. cool. Thanks to the super friends. The, like... the best version of him is still the one from Brave and the Bold, by, voiced by John DiMaggio. <laughs> yeah, I like I like this version a little more. Mm. But that's mostly because he's the level-headed one and Mera's the let's fucking kill him. No, that, that tracks that 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 
that tracks with yeah, everything. I mean, because in, in, I know in Blackest two. Night, she turns into a Red Lantern. So, like... Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. always had the anger. Lots of, lots of... And he's yeah. always been, like, the calm, collective one that goes off to a deserted island because he's sad. Yeah, and yeah. Then he just stares at his, like, missing hand and just, like, stares off into the ocean. But they still have big Bill and Ted energy in this, though, because they're both dumbasses. Mm. But he's just... He's just like more like, hey, let's try to pull the, the one joke that I did see that legitimately like laugh really hard was when he was talking, he was trying to get directions. And we're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's like, what are they saying? It's not important. I'm literally just trying to get out of this conversation. <laughs> but that, like that thing you do, we just go, uh-huh. Yeah, no way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And you're, okay. looking, and you're yep. looking for like an mm-hmm. escape to the conversation. I know this feeling I well. Too. I had it earlier today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. anyway. Uh, trying to think. There was a bunch of other stuff I meant to start. Uh, but I never got around to it. So. Uh, just trying to make the most of all these things I subscribe to. Yeah, that's valid. So, that's yeah. valid. Also, I was sick, so I was literally just sitting here with a fever and a box of tissues and blowing my nose constantly. So, mm. uh, yep, that's my week. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to get into Shrek. Just the whole, the whole spiel. Uh, we'll oh, see you then. Spiel. We'll see you then. And welcome back. All right. Shrek. In preparation of the ninth episode, I got a shamrock shape from McDonald's. Wait, seriously? Fun. Yeah. Well, I got it because I like it. But also, I'm like, you know what? Why not? It's green. Shrek's green. And remember uh, green Shrek ketchup? Yes. Or the, was uh, delicious. Or the, the Twinkies filled with green cream? I never had that one. I had the ketchup. I had to beg so hard to get that ketchup. Like, I as a kid, I did not ask for much. I asked and asked for that ketchup. Like, we talked... Go on. I was the only one in my house who used ketchup. So, my parents were like, you want the green ketchup? Sure. Whatever. (laughs) Goddamn. We talked about how much of a marketing giant Ninja Turtles was. Shrek was on a similar level. I, I'd say it's it was on the same level. It, it's you back in like 2003, 4, 5 could not escape no Shrek. It was the Turtles, of the of the 2000s. Yeah. Turtles owned the late 80s and the 90s. Shrek owned the aughts. Yeah, Shrek owned the aughts. Pokemon owned the pack half of the 90s and the early aughts. Yeah. Yeah. But Shrek was a juggernaut. A giant. No, sorry, an ogre. Yes. There you go. Because they don't, uh, ogres don't uh, break, grind people's bones to make their bread. They, yeah. They shave your liver and, and squeeze the jelly from your eyes. <laughs> yep. 
Oh, God. Where to begin? Do we, do we want to... How are we going to do uh, Okay. Uh, well, I guess first thing I want to say is... Um, we, we, we all know this was originally a role meant for Chris Farley, right? Yeah, I've seen the Chris Farley clips. Uh, we okay. are thankful it did not come to that. Why not? Chris Farley clips are good. It's just, I don't know. This Who's the actor again? Mike, Mike Myers? Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Yeah, Mike yeah. Myers. He's just iconic. Like, I'm sure Chris yeah. Farley would have been fine. I just can't picture Shrek as anybody else but Michael Myers. Okay, so I think the thing is that because Chris Farley died bef- and his only big movie credit is Tommy Boy. Don't forget Black Sheep. Black Sheep, that's right. Yep, also with David Spade. Yep. Those two were a pair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. All the way from back in the SNL days. Like if, if uh, Joe Dirt had, if Chris Farley had been alive when Joe Dirt God. came out, he would have been in Joe Dirt. Yeah. He would have been the the Garth to 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 Spades Wayne mm-hmm. in that movie for sure. But yeah, Farley was just Titanic, mm-hmm. and it, it's hard that there are multiple movies that you know were intend where there are roles that were intended for him that were filled by someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them are Adam Sandler movies and they're mostly filled by Kevin James. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Occasionally John Candy. Uh No, cuz I'm pretty sure John Candy died before. Did he? I'm pretty sure John Candy died first. Hmm. Uh let me check. Yeah, he died ninety four. Oh shit! Well, fuck me. <clears throat> and Farley was ninety seven. Ah, yeah. so only three years after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think since we're talking about all the movies, we can just literally talk about all the the cast that's in all the movies. Yeah. Okay. Just, like, so everybody off the start. Like Eddie Murphy and um, Mike Myers, Cameron Mike Myers, Diaz, and yeah. Antonio Banderas. Yeah, uh, John Lithgow, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I keep forgetting that Artie was played by Justin Timberlake. I unfortunately yeah. cannot forget. Uh, who did the? Um, who did Rumpelstiltskin? Uh, he. That's one of the only things he's actually ever done. Yeah. It. It's. Uh, Walt Dorn. Yeah. Uh he he's not in a lot. Apparently they brought him in to read the the script as like a test, but they liked his performance so much they just kept it in. You can kind of tell a little bit that he's doing like a um I forgot his name, but the Pee Wee Herman guy. Oh, freaking, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about, yeah. It, it really feels like he's doing a, a, a Pee Wee Herman type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Oh, it's bothering me. Um, you were your heroine. Uh, Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens. Yeah, Paul Rubens. Yeah, thank you. Uh, he's he's got a little bit of that. I sitting there for most of the movie thinking, is that Paul Rubens? Yeah. Um, I think one of the interesting things about Shrek is like how it started as like the first movie especially like it's it's specific of the first one it's like man man did they want to put eisner into the ground oh yeah so hard it's so blatant how much disney hate there is in that first movie oh yeah i i remember as a kid i didn't get it but watching it as an adult and knowing the context Especially, like, a perfect example is, like, the thing, is the scene with Donkey, where he's about to start singing, and you can literally hear the music, like, yeah. build up in the background and immediately, like, <laughs> No. <laughs> no musicals. <laughs> We're not doing that. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Something very important to know about Shrek. Okay. Shrek was considered by the Library of Congress and the United States to be culturally, historically, or steadily significant, and Shrek is preserved in the National Film Registry. Yeah. 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 That's that wild. You cannot make Shrek today. You can't. It is you, you impossible can't. to make Shrek it, today. You can't. Shrek? No. It is, yeah. It's a once-in-a-lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The... There is going to be a Shrek reboot, though. You, you, it, it, they are it, working on a fish Shrek movie. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But that's also been <laughs> in the works for 10 years, so, like, who yeah. knows when we'll see that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it is also pretty dated, you know, the, the Matrix, re- re- Matrix reference. and mm-hmm. Yeah, but a, a lot of the first, like, the pop culture references from the first one hold up. Like, Oh yeah, yeah they're fine. You still get them today, and yeah, yeah, it, it quite a bit of jokes that don't rely on just pop culture, like pop culture, to land. Yeah, oh yeah, no, but I, I just mean the ones that are there are very much. Oh, this is really two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, you can feel it. You can feel the energy. Yeah, like honestly, like, while Shrek One is funny, most of the stuff I quote is not. A lot of like, a lot of people remember the gross out like fart and burp jokes, but like honestly, some of the funnier stuff is not that. It it's two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and in the first one, they yeah. tone it. They keep toning it down as the, the movies go on for sure, and then it just becomes about like the parody aspect more, yeah. Yeah. and the just actual jokes. Which is, yeah. Yeah. Um, And also, like, Shrek, the first one sets, like, a lot of, like, precedents that the other movies would kind of build upon. Uh, Like, the the musical montage at the beginning and at the end of the movies. Yeah. And, um, the... Fucking amazing leitmotif that is in every single one of the movies. 
like the theme. Yeah. You do have to kind of feel sorry for the composer of these movies. Yeah. Simply because they got they got overshadowed by like Smash Mouth and all the other songs. Like mm-hmm. they did a killer yeah. job on the back soundtrack, but you just get we all just remember the I want uh All Star. All Star and the the Smash Mouth cover of I'm a Believer and yeah. Counting Crows, uh, Accidentally in Love. Hallelujah. And, yeah, I was working that way. Uh, God. Um, you know what? I don't. Do we want to do this in order? Or we just want to fucking just, just fucking go. I let's just gush about. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do it in order then. I don't know. It makes sense to just kind of keep going. To okay. Unless something makes sense. I, I mean, I we're going to jump around inevitably, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, so we should have said this at the beginning. Uh, there's a there's a hotly debated topic about these movies between Scarlet and I. Yes, uh, I am of the opinion that Shrek Four is better than Shrek One, and I am of the opinion it is not. Yep, and uh. We both agree that Shrek 2 is the best one. Yep. And we both agree that Shrek 3 is middling at best. It's middling at best. At best. At best. But that's playing the carpet for the horse. Um, The one thing... Shrek 1 is solid. Shrek 1 is a good movie. It has some problems. Mainly, like... um, how uh, the the last third kind of relies on the misunderstanding between Shrek and Fiona, and it's really cheap. Yeah. It, it's it's forced conflict that I'm not a fan of. Like you could have done something different. Like like if Farquaad like like honestly, what you could have done is that Shrek and Fiona wanted to be together, and Farquaad like kidnapped her. Like that would have been easy, right? You don't even have to have like. The misunderstanding. She's just she wants to break the curse, so she goes with Farquaad. Yeah. And like Shrek just has to accept that without. I mean, that might the curse. I guess they wouldn't want to do that because it would paint Fiona as like a bad person. Yeah. Which I don't think they wanted to do. Or like and he shows th- up before she has a chance to tell him. Like. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's like the one weakness of this. That's what was a major weakness of this movie. Is like the the last third is kind of like eh. Yeah. Like I think the strongest part of the movie is like the first act with honestly, the movie is way funnier when it's just Shrek and Donkey. <laughs> Whenever they're just them, they have so much fun ripping off each other. Yeah. And that just gets better as as like as the series goes on. Mm-hmm. Like and I wanna say this too, is like we, we talk about like Shrek is a comedy, primarily. But like especially in certain movies. There is legitimate emotion in some yeah. scenes, like uh, in the like in the first one, for example, where him and Donkey are having the conversation about, you know, people judging him before they know him. Yeah, yeah. The, the romance is an actually really solid romance for a one day romance. Like, well, week, three days. Week, 
It's unclear. Or a short span, time span romance. Mm-hmm. Road trip. A road, road trip, trip romance. Road trip romance. It's road trip romance. solid, believable, enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, road trip romance is the name of my new uh, grunge band. <laughs> it, I was gonna say it sounds like a, a country song. It but... does actually. Uh, it like my a... Chemical Romance cover band. <laughs> <laughs> That's there. You go. That's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We got there. We eventually got to the good joke. <laughs> we, we found our way. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> and I think, as much as I think the second one is better, I quote this one more. I don't know why. I mean, why. parfaits. Like, parfaits. Everybody onions. loves parfaits. Parfaits are delicious. Ogres are like onions. Uh, fucking... Better out than in. Donkeys are always out there on the... Donkeys wear the fields on the sleeves. Donkeys don't have sleeves. I'm all alone. <laughs> There's, There's no, no one here beside me. But you gotta have friends. Stop! Stay gang. Or, no, my favorite one is honestly, I mean, sure, it's big enough, but look at the location. <laughs> that one's really funny to me for some it's reason. It's good. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. <laughs> this was, this is, <laughs> I think this is like, other than like, um, coming to America, this is like peak Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Out of all of his voice roles, this is definitely peak Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Because as much as I like Mulan and Mushu, Donkey lends himself better to what Eddie Murphy kind of brings to the table as a comedian. Yeah. As far as family-friendly entertainment goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, it, yeah, the style fits better than a serious story like Mulan. Yeah. Yeah, where Mushu is there to like bring levity to a serious story, whereas in uh, Shrek, Donkey is there to be to bounce off of Shrek and be part of a comedy duo. Yeah, and, and that worked a lot better. You know, in the original, it would have been David Spade if it had been. Oh yeah, Chris Farley. Yeah, been, that would have been really good. That would have been a, that would have been a different movie. Wait, hold on. Wouldn't wouldn't it have just been Emperor's New Groove? A little bit, yeah. Except David Spade's a donkey instead of a llama. <laughs> Yeah. A llama? He's supposed to be dead. Now, John Goodman, David Spade, Shrek would be interesting. Hmm. John Goodman would bring a completely different energy. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I don't know if John Goodman would fit as the role of Shrek. I feel like he'd make, like, a good, like, brother to Shrek. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Goodman has more breadth not breath. Um, range. Range than we generally like to think he has. Because mm-hmm. uh, we mostly just think of Roseanne. Yeah. He like, has the range, darling. If you've seen, like, the big Lebowski, he can be an asshole. Yeah. If you've seen Community, he can be threatening. Oh, man, I love him in Community. Oh, God, he was scary in that. This... Then he was in that horror movie. Oh, uh, Cloverfield Lane? Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I, I legitimately think one of my favorite, as, as terrible as that movie is, I love him as, uh, Fred in the Flintstones movie. I was just thinking of the Flintstones. Yeah. Like, S, S-tier casting. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's also the original yellow M&M. That I didn't know. I didn't know. The original... It was a Super Bowl ad. And it was... John Goodman is the yellow M&M. And it was... um, Oh... I can remember his character's name on a show, but not his name. Ah, uh, hold on. Mm-hmm. John Lovitz. John Lovitz was the red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they they were the originals. Uh, Eminem's. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Um. The other thing I wanted to say is that like. Shrek, as a parody, as, the parody elements kind of, like, become less and less apparent as the series goes on. That's fine. It's mostly the first and the second one that focus on the parody aspect. Yeah. Um, okay. The the interesting thing that I don't think people really point out about Shrek, in terms of its parody, is that, like, it's like, yeah, it's parodying fairy tales. Like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's not just parodying fairy tales. It's also parodying stuff like The Princess Bride. And yeah. Robin Hood Men in Tights and yeah. um, similar Monsieur things. Hood. Yeah, Monsieur Hood. The only, only like version of Robin Hood. The only diegetic song in the movie. My favorite as my favorite part of that was like when you can it's a really good use of like sound cues is when the guy with the accordion is running from Fiona and you hear an accordion like and as soon as she punches the accordion the the music stops yeah yeah. it's like god that's good comedic timing very good comedic timing oh I just had a thought and I lost it Um, that's okay no it's not there anymore no it's not coming back it'll come I'm sure it'll come back to me in a minute. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nope. We've kind of already said that the second one is the best one, but, like, was that really a, a for any debate? No. To anyone? No, I, I want to say before we move on to the second one, the animation of the first one uh, still holds, holds up. up surprisingly. Yeah, it holds well. up. Oh, yeah. For, like, something that's, like, movie? 20 years the, the, old? There's a few th- moments in it where it's sort of, like, that shows its age a lot, mm-hmm. but still, it really does hold up beautifully. Yeah, yeah and yeah. some of the character designs are a little... Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I will say one of the things I like the most is um, the gingerbread man. And this is something that continues throughout the entire series, is his legs... We all know his legs are broken off. Yeah, they get stitched they get back on. They get stitched back on through icing, and that that carries through the entire series. Continuity. Except, I think the fourth one. But that's alternate. That's alternate yeah, timeline. That's an alternate reality, which is a really good detail. Yeah. Um. You know that actually reminds me. Of this. I was like, man, what? What is the funniest scene in Shark One? And I know what it is. It's it's when Farquaad is is interrogating the gingerbread man. And he's like, <laughs> do you know the Muffin Man? Yes, I know the Muffin Man. It was in Drury Lane. Well, she's married to the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man! (laughs) She's married to the Muffin Man. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, the funniest scene. I don't think it's my favorite. 
it's it's my it's my favorite it's not you know it's not my favorite but it's the it's the fun it's one of the funniest ones yeah like easily i i i think i don't know i i think this might be a good uh popular popular take the fight the fight scene between shrek and all the knights yeah is probably where it becomes a wrestling match yeah fucking with uh joan jet yeah give him the chair Funky ringing the guy's helmet as a bell. Yeah, it's it's a fun scene for sure. It's a fun scene. It also right before it gave us one of the, gave us the iconic line: "Some of you may die, <laughs> but it is a sacrifice. Die willing to." Die. <laughs> one of the other things really enjoyable from Shrek, Shrek One is the minor characters, or at least the, mm. the hoodman, like the executioner. Oh yeah, that guy. And just how uh, he's in the background, like when he's sh- like when. Farquaad is like picking his wife, and they're all shouting. Pick number three, and he's me lord. Free, but he's holding up two fingers. Yeah, yeah. And then we have like the, the tertiary characters that kind of come more important later, like Pinocchio, the pigs, uh, the wolf, and Gingy. Yeah. Oh and man. We see Mama Bear being used as a rug in Lord Farquaad's room at one point. Fucked up. Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. She's back though during the karaoke scene, so I. She got better. Somehow. <laughs> or you got a new wife. Or you got oh. a new wife. The deep... I'm sorry. Ten tarp, ten top, top ten dark secrets of Shrek you never noticed anyway. <laughs> the, the karaoke is my favorite part of the entire... Yeah. Entire, entire franchise. It's, the first one is not the best one. The second... With far, far Simon away, Cowell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, Shrek 2 takes it and... And built yeah. on it and improved it in every conceivable way. Speaking of Shrek 2. Speaking of Shrek 2. Yeah. The one thing, I'm going to say this. I have, I love Shrek 2. It does have one major problem and I kind of can't ignore it. Fiona does absolutely fuck all throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like she is... A plot device more than a character in the second movie. Like she gets, she does more in the third movie than she does in this movie. Well, the yep. problem is because it's about Shrek's in- insecurities rather than like anything with her. So he goes off and takes anything, and so she doesn't have a reason to do anything. Yeah, Fiona's back in her element. Yeah, it's just that like there could have been a way to have her do stuff, but like. Yeah, they didn't. Like oh, she it, gets gaslit. Yeah, real bad. Um, but other than that, Shrek Two is a modern masterpiece. Yeah, I, yeah, hundred percent. Like, yeah, yeah. Because Shrek One was kind of like too stuck up its own ass, making fun of Disney to like really lean into the parody aspect, but. Shrek 2 is like, okay, we've made fun of Michael Eisner. Let's really, really lean into the parody aspect. Let's Shrek down to business. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, (laughs) (laughs) Got you good, huh, Laser? This pod- Fuck you, that's funny. This podcast is ogre. 
Oh, that, that, that's pushing it there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I pulled something great time for that one. Yeah. No, but the, the concept of, like, far, far away is, like, Hollywood and, like, all the, uh, the fairy tales, you know, is, like, celebrities and, like, yeah, the fairy yeah. godmother as, like, a villain. Like, there's so much really fun, like, there's a lot of fun ideas in Shrek yeah. 2. Yep. Um, Prince Charming is fun despite being an absolute twat. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he works well as Fairy Godmother's, you know, son and like a kind of like a little a little baby boy, a little like spoiled brat. Yeah. Spoiled man child. Which is why him being the villain of the third movie kind of like Falls kind of flat. Yep. Yeah. Because it's it's a really hard act to follow the fairy godmother. Yeah. It is. And that's the thing with like all the Shrek villains is it's really hard to get a villain. I think this is just true of any movie. It's, uh, when you want a villain that is can kind of be a threat but also be funny. Yeah, yeah. It it it's a tough line to walk. Yeah, I think Rumpelstiltskin and Fairy Godmother are the only ones who actually succeed. That being, yes, both. in the Shrek series, yes. absolutely. Yeah, in the Shrek series, yes. There's a lot of in other examples in other media, but they're the only ones who succeed yeah. in these movies. Because yes. Farquaad is like funny, but like not really a threat. He's nothing. He's and he's nothing. And charming is the yeah. same. He's he's funny, yeah. but not a threat. Yeah, Charming could have been something, but like I, I think we'll save that for when we get to. The yeah, when we get to the third one, um, the third. The, I will say, yes. sorry, my favorite joke of the entire thing mm-hmm. comes from two, and it's uh the 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 union. Joke. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, I was thinking yeah. the same thing. The union joke is so fucking funny. We were with uh, we were with the union. The union. Oh yeah, magical industry. Where was the union for magical industries, both evil and benign? Are you feeling at all oppressed or everything? They don't. They don't even have dental. <laughs> it it it's the best joke in the entire franchise. No, there's yeah. nothing funnier. None of the jokes in the entire franchise are funnier than that. It, it's yeah, so. Yeah, I can't think of a better joke than that. It's it's so fucking funny. You know the one that gets me every time, actually, in this movie is when um, the fairy godmother is having the conversation with the king, <laughs> and they're in the you carriage. Ruined my diet. A, a, a diet is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're happy. I, I always like the song with when she like shows up with Fiona and has all the dancing furniture and the puppy. That's always a fun little scene. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the um the supper scene is always really good. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I just... Donkey! Yeah. <laughs> Shrek. How roll Fiona. Donkey! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I honestly feel like we really did gloss over the fact that 
being with parents to straight up locked her in a tower. Yeah. Yeah. Like Shrek brings up and points how points out how fucked up it is, but we kind of just like, ah. which honestly, you know what? That could have been the thing we explored with Fiona while Shrek was off doing his own thing. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been something to play off of. Yeah. But the fourth movie explored it, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I still yeah. On the point of Fiona, I don't know. I feel like she didn't have to do anything in this movie. Like I get like her not doing anything is negative against it, but like she also is like, hey, we're 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 taking off because clearly we're not welcome here. Like she still has some of her own drive. It's just she doesn't get enough focus to like explore it because she gets gaslit into like, no, that's your husband. Mm-hmm. Even when she realizes it, she's like gaslit about it and lying and then to doesn't, about it. Doesn't like do anything about it. Yeah. Isn't well, allowed she does, to do it. Yeah, she's not allowed. Like, she still has enough agency about stuff. Like when he's trying to kiss her, she's like, "No, I don't want to kiss you." So I don't uh, know. I, she she still has some agency in it, but it's, I, I I get where you're coming from. Yeah, but the real. The real thing we need to talk about is this movie get with Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. Yeah. Absolutely iconic of the trio. Truly. Like, it... Um... I can't tell you how hard it is in any movie franchise when you not only make a sequel, but introduce a new character to the sort of, like, the the dynamic. And it... Does and it so often falls flat, you know? Looks here though. It falls flat, but the humor with him and um, Antonio's voice acting is just, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah, it, it all layers. It all comes together so well. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh. It, it is really weird that, like, he just he gets hired to kill Shrek and then immediately is like, I'm your friend now. You saved yeah. my life. I'm your friend now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the position friend. of annoying talking animal has already been filled. Their relationship is great. Yeah. yeah. I love Puss and Donkey. I love how the well, in, in 4, it's the exact opposite where they just they click. Yeah, yeah, that's really funny. I love that. But, yeah. And then, uh, also this movie has the greatest scene in all of cinema. Yeah. I'm not for a hero. Song of all time. I'll hold not for a hero, baby. That Who is cares the about most... the original of that version yeah. of that song? Rude. Sorry, Scarlett, you were going to say something? No, I'm with you. Like, yeah, who? Like, I do not care about the original version of that song. Like, the original, still good. Does not hold a candle to this one. Mm-hmm. Not even close. And then, like, they try and kind of like re rehash it in the third one, and it's not as good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the the musical montage and like raiding the castle with like all these side characters that just. Yeah. It's not as good. It's not, but the opening to that scene is the the to me it's the scene that I think of Shrek 
Yeah, with Snow White. And I think of that scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's the best scene in that movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's one other thing I would say is actually really good, but yeah. Um, but the thing about Shrek Two is like with Shrek One, you can talk about it more from like it's like oh it's interesting and it's important and like there's some problems because it's older. Shrek Two, kind of not a whole lot to be said that hasn't been said by other people. Everybody, you know, yeah, because it, it, it's. It's a good movie. There's not a whole lot to say about Shrek 2 other than it's a good movie. Yeah. It's and... a good movie. Animation holds up. Jokes mm-hmm. hold up. Pop mm-hmm. culture references hold up. Maybe except for the Simon Calvet. As funny as it is, it's a little, like, dated. He's still yeah. judging stuff. Yeah, he's on uh, America's Got Talent now. Yeah, but, all, but yeah. it's like the whole American Idol, like, yeah. Yeah, that has kind of passed. Yeah, it, it's it's way past its prime on that one. But other than that, yeah. Also, this other this... than that, but that's not even part of the main movie. That's an after. That is a. It is an after. Extra. Yeah, it's not even part of the main movie. Yeah. It's an extra. It is an extra. I miss DVD extras. Oh God. Yeah. It's six bucks on YouTube. What truck two? No, the far far away idol. Yeah. You're going to make me pay $6 for a DVD extra? Yeah. That's where we're at now. Okay. Well, wait, 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 wait. How much is it to rent Shrek 2? I don't know. I haven't rented a movie in years. Oh, well, you're on... Oh. Look, look, look it up. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I only saw that when watching the movies. Okay. Because I was look, mm-hmm. I was specifically looking for them at the time. Because like I don't want to watch these after marathoning them on Valentine's Day. Uh, three ninety nine to rent. Okay, that's still cheaper than the DVD. To rent it and buy the extra. To rent it and the extra. Oh, uh, I don't okay, think the extra you can is rent- two ninety nine. I was wrong. It's not six dollars. Oh well, I mean, still. Still, it's three bucks okay. for. A six-minute DVD extra. Yeah, it's still ridiculous. Yeah. Making me pay any amount of money for it is ridiculous, actually. It should just be included True. with the movie. Yeah. True. Yeah. But, um... Let's talk about Shrek 3. Uh, okay. Do we have to? We do. <laughs> Justin Timberlake is King Arthur. So here's the thing. He does a fine job. Yeah, no, I was. I don't want to say. Yeah, no, no, no. Justin Timberlake's a perfectly good comedic actor. He is. He's not. He's not. Uh, you know, it's not like his best uh, SNL performances, but he's still doing a perfectly good job. He does a perfectly adequate job with the role that is given to him. Yeah. He's a. Uh... It's the role that is given to him. Not, yeah. Not given a lot to work with. No. What I would say as a sort of like blanket statement about this movie, not as bad as I remember it. Still bad. Um, it is I middling. It's middling to mediocre at best, and a confused mishmash at worst. Yeah, it like, feels like they wanted to do Shrek Four, but they needed to establish 
the, thing. the kids beforehand, so they had to like find a way to stretch all that out. Yeah, I mean, you could have just done that with them. a. We could have done that with a short. The, 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 that's exactly what my metamor said when we were watching these. Is this could have been a thirty-minute short. Yep. And it would have been better for it. Opening scene, yeah. pretty solid. Also, this is the only movie that doesn't have a fairy book like opening to it. No, uh, our no charming does it at the beginning. No, he does the play, but there's no like the book book, book to it. There's no bookend. Yeah. Ah. No. Okay. Moving on. That that that's the literal term. But moving on. I, I know. Okay. I, I yeah. All right. <laughs> you try. I tried. Good job. Um. But because this movie is trying to do so many things, it's trying to be about Shrek wanting to be a dad. It's trying to be about like the the stuff with Artie and Shrek, and. About charming, trying to take over the kingdom. There's, there's too much happening in this movie. It, it's and too, it, it's two, three movies at once. Exactly, and none and of none them of land up to their potential. Yeah, yeah, none of them land. I think they should have focused on the Artie one. I and that, disagree. Well, I, I, I just say that because. Road trip movie. You already had the road trip. The first the one first was the first one and the second one were already road trip movies. We didn't need another road trip movie. Yeah. I I figured at that point that's the Shrek formula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. I'm I mean, just more interested in Fiona leading an underground rebellion of princesses against all the villains who have teamed up to take over the kingdom. That's the best that is the more interesting. That's the best that is part the of most interesting. It's the best part of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this movie has like weird tonal dissonance. Yeah. Yes. Where it's like, where the first one and the second one knew when to be serious and knew when to be funny. This movie is trying to like skirt the line and it doesn't work. Like, the best example is like the king dying and like he's in a foot locker, like bo- yeah. shoebox. And but the scene is supposed to be played serious. And they're playing Live or Let Die. Because like and I'm like, what am I supposed to feel it? right now? Yeah. I, I mean, you could have leaned into that if like you were making like a dark humor joke, but that's the only one in the movie. Yeah. I just had a realization. That? Follow me on this okay. a little bit on a journey. Uh, I've always had an issue with Fable Three that I couldn't put my thumb on. Mm-hmm. It looks like Shrek Three. <laughs> It, it it looks like Shrek three. Shrek uh, three doesn't look good. It doesn't. It's the worst looking one. It looks like a direct to DVD. Hold, hold movie. on, hold on, hold on. What? Oh. All right, sorry. I'm. About, oh, I muted the wrong thing. Okay. Uh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh. Anyway, sorry. Go on. But yeah, the uh, this movie is the worst looking one. I yeah, it, it looks like a direct to video DVD. Yeah, they were they were already planning Shrek Four. Well, because at this point they were planning for five movies total. Um, mm-hmm. 
and they were already clearly planning for four, and I think they were putting more resources into four than they clearly want, like, we're going to put into three, because they're like, three is just here to get us to four. It is. Yeah. Like, so. the other, I was going to, I mentioned that there's actually one other good scene in this movie, and that's, I actually legitimately like the scene where Artie and Shrek are sitting by the fire, and they just kind of talk. Yep. Yeah. About their dads. That was, that was a really good scene. Because it actually yeah. is trying to mesh the two through lines of the plot. But yep. it 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 just it doesn't ever do that again. Nope. Nope. And if it had followed through on that a little more, maybe the movie would have been less of a mess. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 it's just if it focused on one thing, like. Fiona leading the rebellion. Shrek having to grapple with going to be a father soon. Mm-hmm. And adopting Artie as like his surrogate son. Like choose two of these. Yeah. Yeah. Choose focus. Don't split your cast up like this. Yeah. And then there's so much additional like pointless shit. Like Merlin adds absolutely nothing to the movie except the way for them to get back quickly. He, yeah, he doesn't. He's literally just there as a plot device. As much as I love Eric Idol. And he's really funny in this. He serves no purpose. No purpose. Yeah. Also, clearly he's... they're not that far away because the pirates still beat them back despite being able to teleport with magic. True. Um, yes, and the laser was going to say something. Oh, sorry, laser. Oh, I was just going to say because, I mean, you have King Arthur there. You have to have Merlin. Yeah. That, that's literally that, that, That's literally it. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like... The whole puss and boot, the puss and donkey, like switching bodies thing, serves absolutely no purpose. Nothing. I no. completely forgotten about it until watching this movie, to really rewatching it. Like it's not even funny. It's not. No. Like if it had been just funny, just do a recall of the first, like, of the second movie where they jump up, where one of them jumps on the other, and they go puss and donkey. That's it. It's it. Yep. It's weak. It's weak sauce. Just like the villain. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He could have been threatening. He could have been. And the idea of him, like, bringing all the villains of all the stories together and, like, you know, taking over the kingdom, that's a fun idea. That works. I like that idea. Yes. But one of the princesses betraying the others. Interesting idea. Yeah. It just kind of falls apart. You know, okay, sorry. You know what's a scene that just, like, I just had to stop for a minute after it happened? It just felt... There's a lot of ham-fisted scenes in this movie. The most ham-fisted scene in this entire movie is the scene where Shrek is about to go up on stage and the Cyclops' daughter shows up. Oh, God. It's like, oh, who yeah. ever thought that a monster like me could have such a beautiful thing like you? Like, yeah, we get it. We get it. We you get didn't it. even, like, like the scene is fine, and then he says that, and it ruins it. Like, we, we get yeah. it. Po- you're pointing to the WrestleMania sign. <laughs> yep. I, I, uh... There's a joke that they uh, they slept on mm-hmm. that, and that, that that's a very pointed pun there uh, because they could have 
had Sleeping Beauty be the one to betray them. Mm. And they could have made a, a sleeper agent. <laughs> Oh, that oh that's so really good. funny. That's good. That's really funny. <sighs> wasted opportunity. Oh Absolutely man, wasted. that man, that's that's really good. I'm set. now. I'm mad. I'm mad that that joke yeah, is in the movie. That makes it so much better than Rapunzel, who adds absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah. wig, <laughs> wig. <laughs> Oh man! All right, I, I'm, I'm gonna say this: there are some pieces of comedy here and there throughout the movie that were enjoyable. Yeah, some of them. Primarily some... with yeah. Ever uh, Shrek, Donkey, and Puss, and also sometimes Artie would just start like riffing, like when they got captured by the guards and they started pretending Shrek was the actor. Like, yeah, that was funny. They did stuff yeah. like that. That was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. I wanted more of that. Right there, because they're all people who are good at sketch comedy, yeah. and it's a it's a it's a skit. Yeah. And uh, this movie had potential; it just completely failed. Yeah, it fell on its face. And then, go on. Sorry, go. Oh, I, I, no, just go ahead. Go. Uh, your character really did enjoy throughout both the second and the third one, despite being very minor and completely transphobic. Is Dolores. I yes. I like Dolores. I and, love Dolores, and she's not expressly transphobic. She's just like she's not. She's not. She's just there. Yeah, and she's great. She is. Um, what I was gonna say was is because the movie falls flat, and like we were mentioning the whole like culture impact of Shrek. There's like this like the zeitgeist of Shrek. After this movie, people were just like, I'm, I'm sick of Shrek. It single-handedly yeah. killed all momentum for Shrek. And then that leads us into why people didn't give the fourth movie a chance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even though the fourth movie is actually really good. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. come into this. We talked about this earlier where we've had big discussions on whether or not Shrek 4 is good. Mm-hmm. And I am going to come in and say I was wrong. Shrek <gasps> 4 is a good movie. Oh, It is not, however, a good comedy because that is not what it said. That's up. not what it's trying to be. No, it's yeah. not. It is probably the, well, the third weakest of comedy of all the movies. Essentially because the third was everywhere. But it's not trying to be funny. It's trying to be tell a serious story, and it yes. succeeds on that on multiple levels. Listen, all I want to all I want to say is vindication. You were right. All those months <laughs> ago when we did that tier list, you were right. I just, I, I would I would agree. It is two, then four, then one. Ah. Uh... <laughs> I feel so powerful. Anyway, but, uh, I don't want to like sit on my, you know, victory. Um, because the thing I want to say about Shrek 4, that it does, I love the second one. It balances its drama and its comedy perfectly. But if you just want a good bookend to the entire franchise and just feels Shrek 4, I cried, man. I cried. Yeah, yeah. That ending yeah. makes you fucking cry. 
not just the ending, the scene where Shrek is sitting on the log holding the doll and he fucking cries. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, fuck you. Who gave you the right? How dare you? Uh, it's. But anyways, there's another uh, there's another interesting aspect about this movie, and that's like the sort of meta commentary it's trying to make, where it's like Shrek himself feels kind of sick with his own franchise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's lost his scary factor. Like I want to go back. Made to him you for years. I want to go back to the way it was. You know, before I was uh, a roadside attraction and I was on ketchup. Literally, the the only thing, like the the biggest thing I think of him having to do with any life is his house now being a roadside attraction. Yeah, yeah. no, I like, get that, that one. Being a parent, tiring, having people come by your house every single day and watching you, watch you take a shit. Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like. The invasion of privacy is just no. That's a no. And Don't then you have that. the scene where, with the kid, like do the roar, do the roar, do the roar, do the roar, do the roar. I love you, Daddy. <laughs> that... I hate that kid so fucking I love much. that kid. Oh He's yeah, hilarious. He is love hilarious. and hate. Oh man, I it it's it it's a love to hate situation. Like as much as this movie is more of a draw, like more of a, like a a drama and a serious movie, there's some funny stuff in it. Oh, there's some funny stuff, don't get me wrong, it's just not the focus. Oh, yeah. It's not a comedy. Yeah. It's not mainly, it's not trying to be mainly a comedy. It's like a drama with some comedy elements. Yeah. Uh, and then, we mentioned how Fairy Godmother and Rumpelstiltskin can kind of like ride the line of funny and threatening. I legitimately like Rumpelstiltskin. He's a really yeah. good villain. When he's giving that speech to the witches to tell the catcher and he's threatening them with the water, it is legitimately terrifying. I love his, like, the running gag about his wigs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's really funny. Or, like, when he's, when Shrek is signing the contract and his toes pop out of his, like, shoes. Yep. It's just like, Why? This is so fucking hard for it. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, and the fact that like he straight up just Thanos snaps Fiona's parents. Yeah. Yep. Goodbye. Goodbye. I made all the problems go away. Disappear. Ta da. Oh he man, is, he is more threatening than Fairy Godmother. I'll say it. Like, yeah, he's not as funny, yeah. but he's more threatening. He's not as funny. He's yeah. way more threatening. Fairy Godmother is oh shit, scary. He's oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think the best aspect of this film is like sort of like circling back to the original movie and like all the stuff that had come before and like really playing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's an alternate universe. Especially like, that scene where he goes to the tower and pulls back that curtain. To... Hold on, I have a call. Sorry, I'll be right back. 
he mm-hmm. pulls about the drape and you see all the like the marks mm. Fiona has left on the wall. Yeah. And, and then like I, I mentioned when we were talking about Strike 2 how like we just kind of glossed over how fucked up it is she was trapped in that tower. This movie actually kind of follows through on how fucked up it is she was trapped in that tower. Yeah. Like for years. Yeah. And that's the other thing I like about this movie is Fiona is great. Yes. <laughs> she gets to do shit. Yeah. Uh, and also, um, first time we see other ogres. Yeah. yeah. Which is... I kind of wish we'd had more ogres through the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, I, w- I kind of wish we had met at least one other ogre and then the rest of the franchise. There would have been a good... Yeah. There again, there would have been something good in the third movie. Is Ogre Family. An Ogre Family. Yeah. Like... There's some, there's, there was something there, for sure. Like, yeah. I don't know, Shrek's family coming to try and move into the castle. But that sounds like the episode to a show, not like an actual plot film movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could do Meet the Parents, Meet the Falconers style movie like that. Meet the, meet the Falconers? That's what it's called. That's what the movie is called. Meet the Falconers. It's Meet the Falkers. Oh. That's the joke. We're going to call them the Falconers. Got it. And they're going to be eagle themes. I thought they were going to be that one gym leader from Gen 2. <laughs> uh, yeah, the one with the uh, cheated, the uh, hacked Pidgeotto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The hacked Pidgeotto. Oh, um, man. But uh, like I said, I cry. I, this movie legit made me cry. But the, and me and Adrian both were both like, hey, how dare you? The one yeah. that really really just like mm, just dug the knife in was when he was disappearing yeah and he was like you yeah. know what was the best part of Christopher I got to fall in love with you all over the world. it was yeah. like how dare you how dare you she's just twist that way, don't just, just twist it. Ogres are like onions. They make you cry. <laughs> it was, again, yeah, it was really good to, like, see them fall in love together. And, like, them kissing obviously didn't solve everything because... They weren't in love. She didn't love him. Nope. She didn't know That's him. That's really good. Mm-hmm. It, it plays with all of the things that had been set up previously. And further, because like we made the joke about how like the the road trip romance in the first one, but like this movie, uh, really tries to also play with that idea, where, um, Shrek, legit like the love that Shrek has for her, is so legitimate that he's just willing to let himself stop existing. Oh. It's it's good. I like. I was so wrong about this movie. It is a good movie. It is a fantastic movie. It is an emotional movie. Mm-hmm. My only complaint about this movie is, like, they still kind of do it, but I, 
the connection between Shrek Donkey and Puss is not as strong as oh, it's not the other movies. But that's because they don't know each other. No, that's because they don't know yeah. each other. But that's one of my favorite parts is them together riffing and doing stuff. And if we get a fifth movie, I want them and Fiona to all be together riffing and doing something. Yeah, I like, did. Yeah. I I did really enjoy that scene where it was like calling back to the first movie where Shrek like did a little musical number and she just ran away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the scene that made me laugh the most well actually there are two. One was uh, Wolf bring me my angry wig. The other was uh, when Puss ate Gingy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? But my favorite is any scene with the Piper. Yeah. The Piper was really good. The Piper was a fun idea. Uh, Particularly particularly when he he makes the witches dance to Sure Shot by the Beastie Boys. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, Funky Town with the the, the, the ogre. Yeah. the, the, The actual dance scene for that is fun. I really like that one. Yeah, I like how there's a like a legitimate reason for them to have a dance number that they can put in the trailer. Yeah. Yep. And it's and, like and, yo, you, you think it's gonna be funny, and then it's legit. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. Speaking oh, of man. the witches, hmm? they are fucking. The witches are terrifying in this. I love their like the skull chain grappling hook thing. The, the, the yeah, whole motorcycle. Mad Max vibe they've got going on. Yeah, yeah. It's a real fun idea. I love it how is. they all have the uh, the striped uh, stockings. Yeah, Fuck, yeah. Fucking Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, it, it's good. They're terrifying. They're part of what the witches in three should have been. Yes. Yeah, but you know, here we, we are. Here we are. Um. I don't think I don't think there's anything else. I, on the animation level, Shrek Four oh. is fantastic. It like, looks great. It yeah. is the best of the bunch. Like hands down, like two, it looks great. Four is improved, and it came out. I, I believe it came out after uh, How to Train Your Dragon. I think it did. Yeah. Uh, after uh, around the same time. 2010. I'm pretty sure. Sh- yeah, I'm pretty sure How to Train Your Dragon was the next year. How to Train Your Dragon came out it, same year. Same year. Same year. They both okay, came out. So then, then definitely there was somebody who was working on both who was working on like flying shots mm-hmm. because when Shrek's escaping from uh, Rumpelstiltskin there and they're doing that whole flying thing, it just is very reminiscent of like the flying scenes in How to Train Your Dragon. Like it's very clear this is what they were doing there. You know, and how their programs were working. I didn't stuff. think about that. Yeah, there was a lot of like mm-hmm. the camera and the tracking shots of like the the broom chase at, the, at that part of yeah. at that part of the movie. Yeah, for sure. I didn't even think about that. <clears throat> it's interesting. Yeah, it, it, it it's just really neat to see. Like at some point, I feel like they got somebody who just really knew how to direct their shots. Yeah, and overall, like you can see, twenty ten being a big year for DreamWorks to start. Um, yeah. Their game with that. Oh, oh wait, hold on. Shit. Hmm? Um, what year did the B movie come out? 
2007. Oh, I think that's yeah. Okay, so it was already beforehand. You know, they were like they were on like Shrek. They were riding the highest Shrek, and then they took a huge nose dive. <laughs> the B movie. And the then... B movie chat. So Shrek four and how 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 to train your dragon could fly. I mean, you're yeah. not wrong. I'm not. I'm also gonna point my uh, freaking uh fingers to shark tail uh, shark tail was them trying to recapture the magic of shrek but with fish yeah yeah and then they hold on to that like that energy for a brief moment and then they made boss baby yeah i mean they, they still put out a lot of solid movies like every other one that they put out is pretty good yeah i mean kung fu panda 2 came out in 2011 over 11 years old yeah right I that mean, is probably one of their best movies ever megamind uh came out uh that was 20, 2010 2009 it was i think it was after forever after which is also part of the reason that it like uh megamind was 2010 yeah it's same year shit they wow they put three animated movies out that year that is wild i knew they had a i knew they had like the, around that time they were starting to put out like their goal was to put out two animated movies a year and i think They've kept to that pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Shark uh, Tale was 2004. Yeah. So they were just riding the high of Shrek 2. And then... Mm. <laughs> no. they, they, they had some other, you know, okay. Yeah, they, they've had... Madagascar, I guess. Madagascar no. has decent movies. Are, are they Madagascar? Yes. They are Madagascar. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the they're only... doing that furry bait movie that Bad Guys coming up soon. <laughs> that looks yeah, fun. It looks fun. The only mo- good movie that they made during that time frame was Kung Fu Panda, which was 2008. Yeah. I mean, I like Madagascar, but we wouldn't call it, like, great. It's not. It's, yeah. It's a decent... I forgot um, they did Over the Hedge. And okay, let's yeah. see. I'm just looking for this stuff. Ants. Monsters vs. And... Aliens wasn't bad. Uh... Oh, they did the Wallace and Gromit movie. Mm. Yeah. Over the Hedge. Flushed Away. B movie. I like how Flushed Away looks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Rise of the Guardians. Uh... That's a movie I wish got a sequel. Yeah, well, me. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like that movie. Trolls is Trolls good. Is good. I, I don't care what it is. They have a third one yeah. coming up next year. Uh, Cap- Captain Underpants is good. Captain Underpants Captain is Captain Underpants was better than it had any right to be. No. It, 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 those, those books were fantastic, yeah. and it the movie is reflective of the quality of the it books. Is. Yeah, you know what? Fair enough. And then The Croods was... Eh. I never watched it, so... I got no. I got yep. nothing on that one. And home was also eh. Home looks cute. It is, but it's kind of eh. It's one of those ones that's not an all age. Yeah, we don't. It's movie. The the two worst movies they've made are Shark Tale and Boss Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not even. Well, wait. Over hold on. Edge. Turbo. I have heard Turbo's actually pretty. Good. I have not watched it for myself though. 
Over the hedge is fine. Not great. But it's okay. I always got it confused uh, when it was coming out with uh, Open Season. I uh, Same energy. Yeah. Who the fuck did that movie? I'm pretty sure that's probably the same people who did Barnyard. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> There's three of these fucking... Oh, yeah. I hate it. It's like how there's like no. five Alpha and Omega movies. I think maybe yeah, the worst movie they did was well, maybe not the worst, but one of the worst is Boss Babies. Yeah, but we we I yeah. missed Boss Babies. Despite looking yeah. good, just the premise is so bad. Yeah. But popular enough to get a Netflix show and a sequel. Yep. Mm. Still have not seen uh, Abominable. It's I've heard it's pretty okay. I've yeah. heard it's alright. But, um... I've heard that Zendaya is Michi. Zendaya is Michi. Oh, Zendaya is Michi, yeah. No, that's that's Littlefoot. Yes. That's not a different movie. It's a different CGI animated movie about the Yeti. Wait, seriously? Yes. I'm I'm fucking serious. (laughs) I believe you. I just got him confused. I mean, fair. But um. Anyway. Yeah, that that's that. that. Yeah, I think that brings everything up on Forage. Yep. Vindication. Right. You are vindicated. I'm vindicated. I feel so powerful. I just like Shrek. Shrek's period. good. Like, Shrek I, is good. Yeah. Like, when your when your franchise has four movies and only one of them is bad, I think you've done a pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah. And you get like ten spinoffs. Yeah. And a musical. And a musical, which, you know, Actually, let's explore Shrek's parents. Let's not get into the musical. I have problems with the musical. The musical's bad. It is. But I anyway. tried watching it just to see. It was bad. I couldn't get past the opening song. It's. Uh, we can't. We can't talk about the Shrek musical. No, let's not talk about. Let's talk about what we'd like to see in the future. From Shrek. Yeah. I. You know uh, what? I wouldn't hate. A reboot if it's good. Like the thing is, is like it's it's twenty years old. I mean, like I'm not yeah. shocked they're trying to reboot it. You know, I I'd be I don't I don't want a reboot. I want them to continue it. I want like the fifth movie to be the triplets are, are all like teenagers now, and like oh, yeah. they have to go on a road trip or like okay we return to the road trip formula for whatever reason, and it's a road trip with them donkey and donkey's good. Oh, speaking of Donkey's kids, one of the kids disappears between the second and third movies. Ooh, ten dark secrets about Shrek you didn't know. <laughs> like I, I, I was gonna bring that up earlier, but no, one of the kids legitimately between the second and the second movie he has six kids, and in the third one he has five. Listen, like, we don't, we don't need to worry about the abominations of the dragon donkeys. They're all also named after food, except the one who's named April. Dragon probably named her. <laughs> no, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see. Like, I want to see Shrek and Fortnite. Give it time, Laser. Time. You just gave me like five d five psychic damage. 
I just want to see Shrek floss. That's the that's literally I, like, it. Legitimately, just sat back in my chair <laughs> and was just like <laughs> made the most horrified face. <laughs> oh, that was visceral. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, I mean, okay, let's see. So what could you do? It's been a while since I played Fortnite, but you could... What would it be? A log glider? You could put in a... Yeah. Um, a donkey ba- back bling. Donkey back bling. Unless, well, I guess you can't really put in a donkey skin. Um, no. You... Uh, or put some boots back, back bling and... Uh... A donkey rocket launcher skin. Yeah, yeah, you can make like donkey weapon wraps and dragon weapon wraps. Uh, Fiona gets added to the game. Yeah, oh, uh, would make another good glider. Yeah, dragon would be a good glider. Uh, maybe like he makes tincture. Just a Shrek style weapon as the harvesting tool. Yeah. Shrek, Shrek's head on a pickaxe. Yeah. You could give, like, the Sky Trails, like, green stink odor, I guess, or toilet. Well, we already have toilet. Yeah. Yeah. I hate both of you so fucking much. <laughs> I've never played Fortnite. I just have learned a bit about it because I collect the action figures because they're fucking good action figures. Uh... I played way too much uh, Chapter 1. Fortnite and good dying, chapter, man. Chapter two. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, cool. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to close this bitch out. We'll see you then. And welcome back. All right. Let's uh, let's close this shit out. So, please rate and review. Uh, leave five star ratings on wherever you listen to us. Tell a friend. Tell an enemy. A lover. Tell an acquaintance. A lover. An Tell ancient rival. Whisper it into a shell on the seashore and set it free in the hopes that it may reach the ears of somebody on a moonlit night when the sky's Take clear the moon. and the sun and the stars are shining. Take the moon yes. and you take the sun. And you make them kiss. Yeah. And they're both gay. Oh, yeah. And trans. You take the good, you take the bad. That's what you get, the facts of life. <laughs> the facts of life. What are we doing? Facts of life. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm getting over a cold. I think I still have a fever a little bit. I don't know. All right. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I don't have a fever. Uh, I am getting over a cold. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so rate and review, please. Please. We're back. Uh, I'm on my knees. Yeah. Please. One Wait, review. These. Review this one the best because I was on it. You know, Scarlet, you know what I know is a possibility. Yeah. Maddie making a fucking Apple account just so <laughs> she can put five stars on this episode. <laughs> I'll tell her to do that. <sighs> anyway simp 
My she girlfriend is. is a simp, and I love her for it. Bun is a simp. <laughs> okay. Look, if you're not anyway, for your partners, what are you doing here? That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, you can get in contact with us. Uh, you can email us at acmepodcastinc at gmail dot com. Can I hear that back? That's acmepodcastinc at gmail dot com. Scarlet, can I get that one more time? That's acmepodcastinc at gmail dot com. Yep. You can also find us on Twitter at at inc podcast. That's at i n c p o d c a s t s. That's at inc podcasts. Uh. Joey, where can they find us on Tumblr? You can also find us on Tumblr at acnepodcasts.tumblr.com. That's acnepodcasts.tumblr.com. Yep. And if you want to get in contact with us individually, uh, Scarlett, you're the ghost guest here. Uh, why don't you give them deets? Uh, I can be found on both Tumblr and Twitter at BlakeGasington. Uh, neither of them, I can, I don't really do anything on them. I just retweet art and posts I like, so I don't feel bothered to follow me. Okay. But you can if you want, but don't feel pressured. Alrighty. Alrighty. Joey, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at kaiju underscore emperor. That's K-A-I-J-U underscore E-M-P-E-R-O-R. You can also find me on Tumblr at kaiju emperor spelled the exact same way. And if you want, and that's just retweet, reblogs, things I like, usually my particular hyper-focus, animation, art, furry stuff, whatever. Uh, but if you want anything original from me, you can follow my side blog on Tumblr called Kai's Tome. That's K-A-I-S-T-O-M-E. And that's usually where I both post original uh, tabletop slash D&D stuff and reblog uh, other people who post. Original D and D stuff like uh, maps, magic items, subclasses, and etc. And where can they find you, Laser? Oh, but no. Uh, uh, at Turbo Honcho. That's at T U R B O H O N C H O. That's Twitter. And that's it. You good? I am just fighting with my goddamn congestion. Mm, I see. Well, anyway. I got mucus that's traveling back and forth between throat and nose, and it's annoying. Osmosis Jones time, baby! Yeah. Wait, hold on. Can that be the next episode? (laughs) (sighs) Osmosis Jones and cells at work. There you go. That was a good combo. We already had one planned, but that is a good combo. No, no. Well, what what's the next episode though we had planned? Uh, let me open my planner and take a look. See, uh, uh. Uh oh, Beauty and the Beast and the Little Mermaid. Ah, the oh. we're going, we're we're starting to to go through the 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 Disney Renaissance. The yep. Renaissance. <laughs> I'm a French candle. The Renaissance. Are you doing the, the live action CGI one or the? No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs>
<laughs> but that's the show. Yep, that's it. That's All it, right, folks. cool. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, goodbye, everybody. Don't be a jackass. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, God, this fucking congestion. <laughs>